Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And I have no idea what episode this is. It's 36. Is it 36? Yeah. I, was, I thought so. And I just had a moment of fear. So I'm not entirely sure. But yes, thank you, You didn't Karen. want to commit to a number just yet. No, no. But this is, it's going to be worse than this from now on. Because oh, yeah. uh, we are back after our two festive episodes. Yeah. Not one, but two. They were so much fun. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Lost a lot of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, not as much as the Ghost Riders did, I think oh, it's well, safe to say. They went off on one completely. They really, really did. They were having the time of their lives. Oh, I don't know who can blame them with such rich, rich materials. Mm. Um, but yes, we are back with the back in the normal, so to speak. The, well, yeah, normal as you could could get. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a bit of an overstatement. It's yeah. relevant. It's relative, yes. Yeah. Um, but it's book number 32. Yes. And it is The New Jessica. Ooh. And as ever, it's... Uh, it's it's really uh, uh, quite something. <laughs> I, I've, I've said that about a lot of books recently, know, but this yeah. is really one of the classics. <laughs> it uh, really is. And uh, we'll get started with some taglines and blurbs. So the cover tagline is, Elizabeth's twin has become a complete stranger. Oh my God. And the back tagline. Time for a change. <gasps> certainly is, mm. as you will see. Okay, so this is the blurb. <clears throat> Getting back into the swing of things after the Christmas week. We're back. <laughs> oh, we're back with a bang. Okay. Jessica Wakefield is sick and tired of being an identical twin. Her parents make jokes about it. Oh my God. And, I know. <laughs> and recently, people at school have been mistaking her for her sister, Elizabeth. Unforgivable. I know. So Jessica's determined to make sure no one mixes up her, tw- her and her twin ever again. She's going to create... A new Jessica. That sounds so threatening. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. She gets a complete makeover and dyes her hair black. <gasps> then she starts to wear outrageous clothes <laughs> and read European magazines. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so vague. <laughs> so vague. European. European, you know, it's fine. English, like, Norwegian. Yeah. Who knows? Who even knows? <laughs> it doesn't matter because, as the blurb continues, Soon, everyone at Sweet Valley High is talking about the new, sophisticated Jessica Wakefield. But one person isn't thrilled with Jessica's transformation. (laughs) Elizabeth feels as though she's lost her twin sister forever. Oh no! (laughs) Is the old Jessica gone for good? Well, I mean... Um, No. As ever, no. (laughs) The answer is no. If there's a question, the answer is no. 99% of the time. Yeah, it's usually the trend. Um, But the cover of this... (laughs) Volume. Yeah. I, words almost fail me, but luckily, Karen is here to describe it. <laughs> Hooray. And sadly, Karen's own copy of the book is a TV tie-in. Yeah, mine, my cover sucks. It's like when, it's a like a reissue from like 94 or 95. So it's got a picture of the Daniels twins. And it's like, yeah, they're lovely and old, but like, it's just not the same. Not especially on this book. No, yeah, because this is such a classic... OG cover yeah. and then it's like oh it's a photo of a still from a TV show and it's like it's just yeah. not and also Jessica's wearing like as someone pointed out on I think it was Hillary on Instagram pointed out that like why is she wearing like a New York Yankees baseball, Yankees cap. baseball cap it's like yeah. why she's in California why would oh, why why right. <laughs> so many questions but luckily um, Ms. Moynihan found a way around this this cover deformation. I, I was I was panicking slightly over like I'm trying to like de, you know describe it from memory. So I actually went and like printed out, literally printed out an A4 
of it's the here. original cover. She's holding it right now. I have the actual book in front of me, but Garrett yeah. has a giant... As it turned out, it was image. fine because Anna had the original copy with her, but I was like, just in case, I'll just have it in front of me. I'm ready. I've got this. You've got an even better look because it's so enormous. It's huge. Now that's going straight up on your bedroom wall. Uh, you know it. Or at least your fridge. Framed. Um, okay, so... It's, um, it's so ridiculous. So it's Elizabeth and Jessica once again mm-hmm. together on a uh, cover. Um, they're back, you know, back to back kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a bit like a sort of cop, buddy cop movie. A little bit, yeah. But um, yeah, so Elizabeth is there, classic Elizabeth, some high waisted, are they jeans? Mm, look kind like chinos to me. Probably chinos, yeah. But like her outfit's grand, like it's not bad. Yeah. It doesn't look like the usual kind of polo shirt stuff. It's like a slightly oversized shirt, but and you know. sort of tucked in. It's tucked a very, in. very on trend outfit for the moment. It kind of is, yeah. The high waist mm. tucked in shirt. It looks mm. good. Yeah. Uh, the barrettes are there as always. She's got her hand up to her face, kind of looking over her shoulder like, what is this bitch doing? Yeah. Because, <laughs> because on, on the other side. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the... Um, New and improved sounds wrong, but mm. it's it's a version of Jessica <laughs> with her new jet black hair. <gasps> she's got um she's got her blazer on with the sleeves rolled up, oh, real like Miami Vice so kind of 80s. style. It's extremely eighties. She's got some big old costume jewelry on. It so looks like beads, like such yeah beads that look like they came out of a lucky bag or something. <laughs> yeah, they do not look Don't expensive. They? they look like trash. I'm sorry, They're but very like... <laughs> very cheap. She's like uh, holding her sunglasses in her other hand. She's got a hand on her hip. She's got this big belt on, a very eighties belt, that oh, kind of like soft material with a big roundy buckle, kind of silver. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like silver leather or mm. grey leather, which is a very eighties, very sophisticated. <laughs> Uh, the makeup is heavy-handed, to say the least. Yes. She's got some pink lips on. Her uh, eyeshadow is like all the way up to the eyebrow. It's, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Um, mm. She looks about 50. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's she's, an um, aging look. She's a divorcee on the prowl. It's <laughs> the kind of look she's got going on there. Like, she does not look 16. Or say. retiree on yeah. the prowl. <laughs> divorcee, retiree. And her hair is... I don't know, it looks like somebody out of, like a member of Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Like it is not. <laughs> she doesn't need a top hat. A bouffante <laughs> mullet. Yeah, it's all wavy. It's... Like, and their hair is meant to be wavy. Mm. But in the book, she kind of uses something on it to get it all sleek and straight. So it's not quite true to the actual makeover. It certainly doesn't have a sort of a bouffant fringe. No. Which is what is going on in this. Well, it's actually less Guns N' Roses, more just hair metal band. Yeah. Heart, maybe, because yeah. at least that's a girl. <gasps> oh, she yeah. does look like beads. Everything. She does look like she could be in heart. They'd wear that belt. I mean, you know. Barracuda, indeed. <laughs> Jessicuda. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's the kind of vibe we've got going on here. Very much so. And, uh, yeah, blown up in... Yes, I can probably put my printout away now. <laughs> it's quite distracting. <laughs> and for once uh, we can safely say that the outfits within oh my God. <laughs> live up to not just the cover but to everything you might imagine you know, about a it's, book it's with a Jessica makeover so much and more like yeah oh, we could devote it's, half this episode good. to the outfits yeah, yeah like, we better crack on actually because yeah. we're going to end up talking about the outfits for quite some time at the end <laughs> there are so many <laughs> and they are amazing all dynamite yeah <sighs> So the book begins with Liz in a reverie. Ooh. And we've had a few uh, moments of them being in a reverie uh, in recent books. But actually, this is the first time that the ghostwriter actually uses that word. Yeah. <laughs> she, she literally is. And it's a reverie about Jeremy. Ooh, Jeffrey. Oh, Je- oh. <laughs> my God. I literally Who's wrote Jeremy. Jeremy? <laughs> well, there is a Jeremy in the next book. Oh, there is. You're right. <gasps> okay. We just got them. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of people there. called Jay. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, maybe it's just because Jeffrey is so fucking boring. Yeah. That <laughs> it's just I, like, insert man here. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> uh, yet Liz literally ponders how gorgeous he is yes. and amazing he is for about three pages. Yeah, it goes on a bit. Yeah. Well, there's a few moments of this in this book of her just thinking about how great he is. Just lost in thought. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Jessica turns up and as my notes say, plays her sister like a cheap piano. <laughs> Very true. Can you uh, tell us about her her little scheme she's got going on? It's a clever one. Yeah, she kind of, yeah, she turns up and is like, 
you really have to help me because you know it's it's I think it's Jessica's turn to make dinner. Yes, it is. So um, she's begging Elizabeth to take over instead, even though I think Elizabeth has actually made dinner for like the last yeah, it's week not and her half turn. or something. Yeah. It's definitely not her turn. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's trying to talk her into taking over for dinner because she absolutely has to go over to Lila to see the clothes that Lila's father bought for her in, in Paris. Paris. Of course, <laughs> it's urgent business. She doesn't understand, but um, yeah, it's all a ruse basically so that she can um, borrow. Elizabeth's dress, isn't it? It's like yes, a peach, her peach knit, knit dress. Very yes, a 80s. Peach coloured knit dress. And yes. we can talk about that because there's so many other outfits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also, the peach knit dress actually does, we don't get a detailed description, but Not also really, no. it it provides a little plot point. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, she basically, she kind of tricks Elizabeth into letting her borrow that dress. Yeah. It was all kind of a ruse to kind of get her to say no to one thing so she'd say yes to the other. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even care about being uh, needing help with dinner. It was yeah. also Liz would say no to that and go well and she could go well if you're not doing that then can, can I have your peach dress? Liz. And Liz because she's such an absolute sap. She's Unless there's gonna, they're going to have a plot line about how Liz is the victim of psychological abuse. She, just goes, she is just a uh, sap. How do you not see this coming at this she's stage? She's like, <laughs> um, And there is a little bit where she's going on about why did grandma send you this amazing peach dress and sent me a history book and Liz points out well you acted like you were obsessed with going to museums and stuff when they were visiting recently that's right and it's an actual callback yeah. to like nowhere to run because we were at the time saying this is bullshit and yeah. out of character and I don't buy it I bet this ghostwriter felt the same way and yes. is now they've corrected course exactly <laughs> um so uh, yeah Jess literally runs off shrieking with excitement at having it's perfectly g- normal acquired. behavior. I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. I don't want to think. Um, so yeah, we get a uh, a little recap of the last book as Liz ponders some more about how amazing Jeffrey is, and there's a bit from her diary, and oh my god, her Ugh. diary is so crap. There's quite a bit about her diary, isn't it, in this one, or like you know excerpts from it and yes very long excerpts oh, from it yeah. and this one is this this snippet tells us the funny thing is that I feel so much more alive so much more myself how could that be Jeffrey's fascinating to me with the door making her talk like she's a brief encounter or something he knows so much and he cares so much <laughs> the combination seems just right to wow. me wow that, uh, that's very realistic for a 16 year old oh absolutely <laughs> oh god <laughs> And then uh, while she's writing this nonsense, Jess calls for help with the soup and Liz is like, oh, 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 looks like I'm going to have to help her after all. Uh, you should not be so... Stop enabling her. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so at dinner, we get a reminder of Ned's hunkiness. Ooh. Of course. He's, he's so, so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks so like their brother Stephen. He's also so hot. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal way to think about your family. Oh. And he calls the girls his favourite carbon copies. And then calls Jess twin number two. Yeah, she's not impressed. Oh, no. (laughs) She's she's really not. Yeah, and they kind of... of kind of put this thread into the last book as well didn't they where she was getting fed up of people mixing them up and you know going yeah. on about them being twins the whole time yeah I think Mr. Collins was stuck her for Liz at oh, the end right. she was just yeah. like, what she is was furious who <laughs> <laughs> could labour in fairness and then Liz is even more annoys her even more because Liz is all like exchanging wry smiles with parents yeah Elizabeth like, is oh, such a dick oh, <laughs> she is very condescending so condescending like, oh these kids am I right <laughs> shut up yeah, you're, you're 16 <laughs> yeah Oh, so Jess goes off to Casey's to hang out with Kara and Lila. Mm. And Kara is like, well, I think it'd be nice to have a sister. But Jess has read an article in Ingenue <laughs> and realises she's having an identity crisis. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing belongs to her alone. Um, and uh, she doesn't have any individuality. And Kara and Lila point out, well, you're very different, as we are told in every single book. Oh, they bash us over the head with it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So... You'd think Jess, it would have sunk in Jess by now. Also, the way she's on about, like, she doesn't have anything of her own. Like, she does. And if anything, it's Liz who should feel that way because Jessica's always stealing her shit. <gasps> Very true. You know? Yes, she literally <laughs> just stole one of yeah, Liz's her dress. dresses earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like, five minutes ago. There is kind of an amazing bit where Lila does say, if, uh, if basically... Um, uh, when when Jess is talking about how terrible it is to have a sister, Lila says, "I can understand this coming from Liz, but what does Liz ever do to annoy you?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's fair, yeah. <laughs> She's the victim in all this. Uh, but that's the problem for Jess because Liz is so perfect. Mm. 
but it's hard for her to assert. This, I mean, it's very unconvincing, really. Like they even have a little throwback to the time where she thought that her parents loved Liz more than yes, her. Yes, when she was going to run off to San Francisco. Yeah, but she admits she, quote, acted like a dope. <laughs> because at least being the black sheep meant she was different. Aww. Now she's just like a shoddy copy. Just the same sheep, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly. Just a sad little sheep. Yeah, just a boring, ordinary sheep. <laughs> what a delightful image. Yeah. Um, so we cut to the next day and poor Jess is, is feeling even worse. She, I also don't know how she didn't see this coming, but it's like... Exactly, like really, she, considering her state of mind. She went to yeah. all this trouble to borrow Elizabeth's dress and then mm. she's furious that everyone thinks she's Elizabeth all yeah. day because obviously she, Elizabeth yeah. has worn this dress previously. Yes. Like It's her dress. <laughs> and Jessica's just pissed off all day long. Even Jeffrey. <laughs> Put his Ugh. hand on her arm. Affectionately. Pretty awkward. <laughs> and in fairness, he has literally only known Elizabeth for like five minutes. So it's yeah. not that weird he would mistake her. No, no, no. In fairness. And yeah, like she's wearing Elizabeth's dress. <laughs> you give him that one at least. <laughs> and even Lila blanks her. And when this happens, Jess is enraged and asks, you know, what? how would you like it if somebody mistook you for somebody else? And Lila awesomely says, there's only one Lila Fowler. So good. Damn right there is. Oh, man. <laughs> Jess wishes she was so distinctive. Ooh. So it's shopping time. Yay. In a shop we have uh, never heard of before. Yes, a department store called Lytton and Brown. Where did that come from? I don't know, but I'm just so glad it has a name. No. <laughs> it's not just called the, depart- the department store. Because, you know, that can happen. <laughs> well, good point. Actually, I yeah, I didn't notice that. And we should be counting our blessings. Yeah. <laughs> Any name is good. <laughs> so, and yeah, and it's it sounds like an actual shop now. Yeah. No, it actually does. I suppose the weird outlet style oh, titles yeah. the <laughs> of the vendors have gone for. Uh, Lila is uh, trying on a giant pink straw hat and while she boasts about all her Parisian delicacies yeah. that her father has bought for her. Ooh. Jessica's jealous. And Lila spots a sign saying free makeup was in Jess's hall. Oh yeah, her uh, you know she's got all her money and she's still out. She still spots a bargain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Um, but then when she sees the makeovers being given, she uh, she has a brainwave. Gives her an idea, yeah. yeah. And what is that idea? Because <laughs> Lila's like, "What you want a Litton and Brown makeover?" And Jessica's like, "Not a Litton and Brown makeover, a Lila and Jessica makeover." Whoa, <laughs> even better. Oh boy. Yeah. And uh and it doesn't disappoint. No. Well, this is the thing, yeah, because Lila has a free gaff for the weekend because her dad's in LA. Yes. So Jessica's going to finagle her way to just hang out there for the weekend yeah. and she just invites herself. She kinda does. Yeah. She's like, it's gonna be great. We'll hang out, we'll watch movies. It's gonna be good. <laughs> but uh, as well as all the sleepover stuff, they'll have a little transformation. Ooh. And it's like, I'll never be mistaken for Elizabeth again. <laughs> Yeah, she's a, she's a woman on a mission. Yeah, it's uh, it's time for drastic action, yeah. she says. Very dramatic. <laughs> and then we cut to makeover, makeover. <laughs> that was in my head. You <laughs> if you haven't seen the episode of Glow on Netflix that involves a makeover. Oh, so good. Um, just Google Glow makeover on YouTube and watch it. Is yeah. The pop video um, oh, brilliant. is a glorious thing. Also just watch Glow because it's really good. It is amazing. <laughs> and very authentically 80s. Yeah. Proper I, 80s style in yeah. hair. It's great. Yeah. In a very authentic way. Mm. Um, so I would love to see Melrose get her hands on Jackson. Oh <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> They'd be kindred fashion spirits, I think. So Lila sub- suggests some subtle changes yeah she's kind of like oh like look at your nail polish what if you change the colour of your nails it's like okay that's we're, we're thinking big here Lila yes, come on get on board not, she is, Jess is not up for subtlety no so Jess is straight away she's like I'm going to dye my hair and I'm yeah. kind of surprised that Lila is such a square about hair dye yes she's like, horrified like. yeah it's sort of like whoa like she's 16 like 16 year olds dye their hair it's yeah. not really a, that big a deal yeah I mean when I was a teenager me and my sisters had like these old t-shirts that were just used For, to yeah. wear when you were dyeing your hair. Exactly. But Lila is convinced because Jessica says she won't be happy herself unless her family are ready to pass out when they see her. <laughs> so she's she's gone for an extreme. She really is. She wants reactions. But yeah, I think she's inspired by some model that she spotted in Vogue, Katrina, mm. who is a European beauty. Oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, as we are both Europeans, yeah. uh, I don't know if we, I mean, we do have dark hair. Both well, us. that's true. Yeah. Um... But uh, yeah, we're we're not as glamorous as Katerina, who is, 
I quote, this is from the supposed article in Vogue. She's the essence of the new European beauty. The daughter of a ballerina and a film director. Her hobbies include Indonesian cooking, French museums and skiing in the Alps. Fuck's sake. That's going to be me, lie. No more kid stuff, wow. says Jessica. So she's ready to, uh, to, to jump in with the dye. So they go to the drugstore and buy it. Yeah. She's stocking up on... Uh, yeah, it's a shampoo in black hair colour. So, you know, it's not, it's not permanent dye. Yeah. Though, I mean, really, how... I know, it's still how, black going on your blonde hair. Yeah. So, yeah. How would that just wash off yeah. two colours? Uh, two washes, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, they go and buy it. And uh, it... Um, it's it's Jessica sort of or sorry Lila basically goes for the scheme and easily manipulated Lila <laughs> offers to lend Jessica some of her Parisian clothes which yeah. resemble Katrina's outfits. Ooh, well she needs you know the whole look to be put together. So yeah. So they d- they head to the bathroom and put in the dye. They go for it. And <laughs> um, Jess is like, oh, they say bloods have more fun, but I don't believe it. <laughs> And she says that, uh, Jess says that with with her new look, she and Lila will both cause a sensation. And Lila's all, what am I supposed to be billed as? Your hairdresser? (laughs) I love Lila. Great. Lila's on top form in this book. She actually is, yeah. And did the other books uh, that are coming up in the next few weeks. She's she's got a few. There's some good Lila stuff there, yeah. Very good Lila stuff. (laughs) So the dye works. Oh my God. Jessica looks striking. (gasps) Can you describe her, or that that, that doesn't count as an outfit? No, it describing doesn't. Her look. Oh yeah, because she's got well, she's got the hair, but then also Lila has uh, shown her some makeup tricks <gasps> she learned at the Silver Door. Oh, which more is another callback. I'm like, this is so much continuity. I'm yes. so proud of you, Ghostwriter. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> which is um, yeah, that's where like wasn't it? Lynn Henry got her makeover. It was. Yes. Yeah. Makeover Central, the Silver Door. I'll tell you. Well, apparently their basic function is to makeovers to like <laughs> making teens over. Yeah. How glamorous that can be. <laughs> These are middle class teenagers. Oh god, it's it's yeah, it's the target demographic. Mm. But um, okay, so yeah, so she's got her new black raven black hair, <gasps> and now she's also got all this different kind of makeup that because you know the Wakefields don't need makeup. Oh, they god, don't wear no. makeup. They've got those peaches and cream complexions. Just a bit of uh, lip gloss. Absolutely, <laughs> touch of mascara. <laughs> But uh, now Jessica could hardly believe her eyes. Her hair hung straight to her shoulders. For the first time she could remember, her skin looked pale. What? Delicately, exotically pale. Mm. Well, not by the standards of this country, it wouldn't be exotic. No, it really wouldn't. It's pretty standard. You know Um, she's still, like, really tanned. (laughs) Of course she is. Uh, So her eyes are outlined dramatically with black pencil. Soft, dull red lipstick completed the look. She looked Mm. foreign, (gasps) slightly eastern. Oh, God. And incredibly sophisticated. It's like, I'm sorry, what does any of that mean? Oh, Foreign and Eastern and European. It's like, yeah, just pick a country, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the crucial thing is the fact she doesn't look like a Wakefield. No, the old Jessica Wakefield was gone for good. What? It's very dramatic, you guys. Yes. Lila literally says, you sure don't look like a Wakefield. How is that not the greatest insult dun, in this dun, town? Dun. Well, yeah, it's, she's done it. So Lila is being remarkably generous. This is the one thing. I do not think Lila would be so generous with her new duds. Yeah, it's stuff that she hasn't even worn mm. yet herself. And she's just like, yeah, here, take it. Straight from gay party. Yeah, like I know she's rich and all, but she likes her clothes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't think she'd be handing out these uh yeah, these just gems. handing over all her new stuff. So other people can see Jessica wearing them before she gets a chance exactly. to shine. Exactly. Very un-Lila behaviour, but mm. look. I'm glad she does. Yeah, <laughs> well, it enables some excellent outfits. So oh we'll, my God. we'll leave her off. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll hear about them later. But the other amazing revelation, which actually <laughs> made me laugh out loud, is that Jessica has started <laughs> putting on a weird accent. Oh, my God. Yeah, she starts <laughs> she's like, Lila, darling, thank you so much. You've been a dear. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? What's Have happening? you got a cold? <laughs> what, what is happening? And, uh, oh yeah, she says she has to go to the mall to find some French novels. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> mall bookshop. Like, I can't think of many bookshops here in a capital city. No. You just casually buy some French, French novels. novels. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the beginning of yes. her European... A faintly British touch that went perfectly with her new European look. <laughs> and then she gives... She double kisses Jessica... Or Lila. Yes. <laughs> it's her new, her new habits that the new Jessica has. Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> so good. So she heads home and I may have said earlier that Liz was a sap. No, for fuck's and sake. I, and I, she doesn't prove me wrong. No. In this scene. So Jessica arrives 
And Liz goes out to let her in. And... <laughs> And when uh, she tur- when she she does, they have to be quiet because apparently Ned is having a nap. Oh, like a baby. <laughs> he has Sunday afternoon naps. Oh, good for him. He gets grumpy if he doesn't have his nap. Okay. <laughs> I suppose it is so hot there that maybe it's like having a siesta. That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah it's hot as balls in California. So, yeah. <laughs> as as the Wakefields never say. <laughs> So when Liz sees Jessica, she literally says, Jess, she said fearfully. She she grabs the table behind her for support. It's so dramatic. (laughs) And then she literally bursts into tears and runs away. Oh, it's ridiculous. I actually wrote down like Liz is a fucking sap. Like it's just (laughs) get a grip of yourself, will you? It's like she's just slapped her across the face or something. Or kicked her. It's crazy. And then she runs up to her precious journal. And it's all like, I can't believe Jessica would do the thing like this to me. She wrote furiously in her journal. Like, weirdly, it's not actually about you. Yeah, like, she is, you know, I'm not Jessica's biggest fan. No. But she's allowed to do whatever she wants. Of course, like, yeah, this is her It's not anything to do with Elizabeth. Like, well, I don't know why she's taking it personally, but anyway. Well, she feels as if she'd lost her best friend. Oh, for fuck's sake. Only worse. <laughs> as if she had lost her twin sister. Ooh. She'd be glad she's lost her. It's just hair dye. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Oh, so Monday morning, Jess is admiring herself in the bathroom at school. She's ready she to cause struts a out. sensation. And she does. She- <laughs> and we're not going to describe the outfit now because no. obviously Karen will do that <laughs> at the end. But I think we need to tell the listeners that Jessica is not wearing her Lavalier. Oh my God, that's right. She's abandoned it. Shit's got real. Yeah. Doesn't go with her new look. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then there is an amazing scene where she goes to French class and Miss Dalton doesn't recognise her. It's just hair dye. <laughs> For like, fuck's sake. If I turned up here with blonde hair, if you turned up with blonde hair, yeah. I would recognise Yeah, I'd be like, oh my God, your hair. No. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. Okay, let's get on with it. <laughs> but not only does Miss Dalton not recognise oh, her, God. the whole class descends into chaos. It's it's bedlam. It's completely ridiculous. Like everyone basically jumps up and is like, they may as well just like give her a round of applause or something. I don't know. It's just chaos as soon as she walks in. It's and, crazy. And Miss Dalton's like trying to to keep order because yeah. it is a French class, a class supposedly yeah. but they won't just go mental and and Miss Dalton just stands there stupefied she's just like uh, sit down what what yeah. is happening <laughs> and eventually um, eventually they calm down but it takes a while and so they're all fawning over her by the way one of the things that's ridiculous in this book is that people who really would not give a shit about anything Jessica does like Olivia or Dee Dee yeah. are like oh Jessica what's going on obsessed yeah yeah. and amazingly Jess claims I cannot believe Lila will stand for this but she does um, she claims that she got the outfit in a little place on the left bank <sighs> as my notes say when <laughs> everybody knows you haven't been to Paris <laughs> this is like, true when did you jet <laughs> off to Charles de Gaulle. Just popped over for the weekend, yeah. like, unlikely. Oh, absolute nonsense. <laughs> um, but she spends her days surrounded by admirers. Yeah, she is absolutely loving all the attention. Oh, my God. She's, like, nonchalantly pulling copies of Paris Match out of her, oh, her bag. It's just incredible. Oh, God. And even Winston is like, oh, you're too elegant for me to, you know, you'll never marry me now. It's like, yeah. Winston, I thought you had grown out of this. Yeah. Like two steps forward, not. three steps back for Winston. Oh, look at <laughs> But um, there is a kind of an amazing aspect where, uh, or aspect to all this, when we Kara is all like, oh, I've never seen a magazine from France before when Jess is reading Paris Match. <laughs> and Jess actually finds this hilarious. Like she's trying it, finding it difficult to keep a straight face. Yeah. Because she is kind of aware that this is, she's sort of, I don't know, fooling them all or that the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm glad somebody is aware that it's preposterous. (laughs) Yeah, a rare moment of Wakefield (laughs) self-awareness. Yes. Though, uh, speaking of awareness, uh, it's a few days later, I guess, and Enid finally notices that Liz is upset about all this. (laughs) Good job, Enid. (laughs) Very observant. (laughs) And Liz admits that Jess's new look hasn't changed just her. It's changed, quote, us. (gasps) Tragic. Oh my God. And there's an amazing moment 
where Enid says that Jessica's new voice sounds like Joe Collins in Dynasty, i.e. amazing. Yeah, she fucking wishes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if only she'd gone full Alexis. Oh, they should have had more Alexis comparisons. Oh, but, um, that would have been good, actually. It, yeah, because, you know, similar colouring, actually, with the new, the new dye. Yeah, yeah. So they look over and Jess is strutting around and yet another... <laughs> extraordinary ensemble unreal <laughs> and we discover that Alice is a fan of the new look but Ned fair enough believes in freedom of choice well there you go yeah so she can do whatever she wants and uh, before Liz can tell Enid that you know her worries about Jess being quite distant from her because apparently Jess has been keeping her her distance yeah yeah they haven't been as close yeah, since since the makeover, and then Caroline and Olivia join them. Why is Olivia with Caroline? Like none of the dynamics. Oh, that in this pairing does not make sense at all. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Liz goes off to the Oracle office, and she meets stupid Jeffrey, <laughs> and he he talks about Jess's new look, and he praises his her ensembles. Yeah, I think he's just relieved that he can actually tell them apart now. Yeah, that's kind of his. Thing. He's just like, you know what, this is actually fine because <laughs> it was pretty mortifying. I'd say that he, you know, yeah. thought his girlfriend was her sister or, you know, the way around. Exactly. But um, yeah, so he's just like, yeah, this is great. So, but Elizabeth then is just like, oh no, that means he <sighs> loves her and he doesn't God. love me anymore. It's like, why are you being it's, so dramatic and ridiculous? It's so <laughs> contrived and yeah. pointless. Like, yeah. I don't like Jeffrey. No. Like, oh, God, come no. back, Todd. <laughs> all is forgiven. But. <laughs> In this case, he actually doesn't do anything wrong. No, or say anything he doesn't. Wrong. This is just Elizabeth just kind of taking up this thing completely wrong for no good reason. Oh, really? No good reason. And running with so it. Annoying. Like, like, yeah, he doesn't say anything that would suggest that he doesn't like Elizabeth anymore. Or like that he likes Jessica. Yeah, it's really strange. It's so ridiculously contrived. Like, it's literally Liz makes a completely unconvincing <laughs> uh, leap purely yes. to cause conflict. She's reaching. That is, that's what happens. Yes. And... It's it, uh, she's really outrageously obsessed by this and mm. runs off to the Oracle office, ridiculously starting to wonder if Jeffrey prefers Jessica to her. Yeah, it's so stupid. And then she sits there, right, as my dad say, writing fucking bullshit in her <laughs> diary. Yeah, she's supposed to be checking galleys or something, isn't she, for yeah. the for the Oracle for the next edition? And she's there dicking around with her fucking journal. It's like just do your job. And God who, damn it. Who would take their? I mean, no offense to anybody who did, but. Like, as somebody who wrote a diary as a teenager... Taking your diary to school. What? Unlikely. So unlikely. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You don't need it 24 no, hours a day, You Liz. sure don't. But, any- well, probably she does. Yeah. She spends <laughs> ages writing nonsense about, oh, how wonderful it was when her and Jess looked exactly the same. Even though it wasn't. No. Did you remember the time when she pretended to be you to a policeman? Yeah, like, Jessica was still a bitch. It's just... Yeah. You just miss her being blonde. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Caused more trouble than... Yeah. Than... than, than Positive things, I would think. True, uh, but she she does think that oh, Jeffrey is impressed by Jess's glamour, and I'm certainly not glamorous. Like, well, oh, fair enough. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one could accuse her of being glamorous. That's no. for sure. <laughs> so Penny comes in because she's got a free class and she's got to spend a tidy up the newsroom. And Liz finally gets on to do what she's meant to be doing. Yes, <laughs> <In there. laughs> yeah. but she's so absorbed in her work Ooh. that she doesn't notice Penny accidentally moving away her journal with Uh-oh. a bunch of stuff. She takes a bunch of stuff off Liz's desk and... Yeah, they don't actually say that Penny had moved the journal, but it's like this big mystery. It's like, where's the journal gone? It's like, obviously Penny moved it by accident. (laughs) Because stuff is taken off her desk and then later on, the journal is gone. Yeah, Um, Liz realises in class and she runs back back to the Oracle office, but it's gone. So Jessica is enjoying her new notoriety. (laughs) And again, she isn't crediting Lila with her fashion finds. Yeah. I cannot believe Lila is going along. Is with taking this, this yeah. Mm. So everyone's fawn- fawning over her. She's patronising everybody, including Caroline, of course. Poor old Caroline. <laughs> and we find out that she even feels different. Uh, uh, you know, she feels like she's her personality is changing. Ooh. Well, we'd like to think it would be, but of course, it's never going to be for the better. Of so. course not. No, she- <laughs> she's just even more painful. <laughs> exactly. And we also find out that she. She wants to lose weight. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Grim. Yeah. Um, apparently, neither she nor Elizabeth had ever had to diet to maintain their slender figures. Mm. But now she wants to look gaunt. Oh, Christ. Good, sweet. Jesus. 
So uh, Liz is not impressed by Jessica just... <laughs> but in fairness, like, <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth acts like, yeah, like Jessica has committed treason because she wanted a little individuality. But then it's like Elizabeth kept moping all over the place, giving Jessica pained looks whenever she saw her. It's like, no wonder she's avoiding you. I know. Oh, my a, God. It sounds kind of hilarious. She's always like looking balefully <laughs> at her. <laughs> Like, why would you want to hang around that? Oh, you, well, yeah, even at the best of times, it yeah. would be much fun. And Jess is unimpressed by this. And uh, partly uh, because of this, she's spending her time, much of her time away from home in a chic little coffee bar called Lothra Shows. Ooh. I refuse to believe that there is a chic little coffee bar with a French name in, in Sweet Valley. I just don't believe it. I'm just so thrilled there's another name for something. <laughs> it's not just called Café. Café, something or other. Lothra Shows. Oh. She's, yeah, she's drinking espressos and uh, oh. reading reading her farting magazines. She doesn't even like espressos, but she's no. drinking it anyway. She's just kind of forcing herself to drink it. I'm surprised that Jessica, that Lila doesn't like espresso. I yeah, thought she'd she seems the type. herself yeah. to, to like it. But yeah. no, she's just like, wait, look at that sludge. <laughs> and it turns out Jessica is missing cheerleading because it's so childish. Ooh. She wants to do ballet instead. Hmm. There's another great bit where she's trying to look sort of far away and exotic <laughs> and Lila's just like, what's wrong? Are, you, are, you, are your eyes all right? Yeah, it's like, why are you squinting? Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of brilliant. And she doesn't even want to go out in the sun because she doesn't want to have a tan. At least that's literally the first healthy thing she's ever that's said. That's true. Yeah, at least she's not slathering herself in baby, baby oil. Rolling <laughs> Cooking herself out in the California sun. It's like, that's actually one good thing. Yeah. If, you, if you could wear some sunscreen, like, yeah. that, that would be yeah, fine. That, that'll Just, do too. It's a factor 50. <laughs> and she even went to see a foreign film and we're told she couldn't see the subtitles because she was at the back of the cinema. Has, has this ghostwriter ever been to see something with subtitles? Like, they are big enough that yeah, you can see them. That is not an issue with the anywhere back. in the cinema. Unless Jessica's secretly short-sighted. Does she need... There was... I remember there was like a Sweet Valley Twins book where Jessica needed glasses. <gasps> yeah. Is she wearing contact lenses the whole time? No. I, I can't remember how it ended now, but it was a whole thing about Jessica having to get glasses and how upset she was. <gasps> and I can't remember how it ended. Good Lord. She must have just come in like, yeah, it's fine in the end. But uh, yeah, so there is, there's something oh, there. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I want a whole plot about Jessica and her short sighted. <laughs> we need answers. So she enters the cafeteria in yet another amazing outfit. Obviously, we'll be describing it. <laughs> yes, later. indeed. It's not one of Lila's. It turns out she charged it to Alice's account in the oh. sets. And I can't imagine, believe that Alice still has a, a charge account there. Like, has she learned nothing? Yeah. Why would you have one if uh, you have a daughter like Jess? Just mm. just close it down and pay with a check. Or I know this is before obviously debit cards, but you know, pay with cash or a check. Yeah, like Jessica has form in this kind of thing. So yeah. why, why would you why would you do that? I know. And Dee Dee is incredibly out of character in this scene. Yeah. Can you can you explain what Dee Dee? Yeah, Dee Dee comes does. over and like you know after gushing about how amazing she looks, now she should be a, on a fashion magazine right now. Mm. She kind of tells her that her. Dad knows a photographer. Yes, because he's, um, he's because a you know. Agent. Yes, so like they'd be used to you know, getting headshots done and all that type of stuff for actors. Uh, oh yeah, because her dad's a talent scout. That was it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, so she kind of has. So she just randomly has this like business card in her bag oh, belonging to some photographer guy called Simon Avery. So she's like, you should call him and you know get some shots taken. And it's like, why? Why does Dee Dee care? Yeah, because Jess, she was just pretty awful. Dee Dee's a cool little surfer chick. Like, why does she give yeah, a ball to an artist? <laughs> like, and, she, yeah. and Jess tried to cause trouble for her and Bill. Yeah, it's weird. It makes no sense. No. And we do get a reminder of Regina's ingenue cover. And yes, it's just like ah, <laughs> flat-faced <laughs> humiliation. <laughs> Poor oh, Lila. But, so great. But Jess is intrigued. Yes. So she, yeah, she's got a new mission now. <laughs> she's convinced she's she's going to be the a, a modeling sensation mm. with her new look. Liz meanwhile is worried about her diary because turns out Mr. Collins didn't see it or pick it up in the Oracle office and he suggests putting like a little notice on the Oracle bulletin board, board or that, yeah. And I do feel sorry for Liz even though she was stupid to take her diary in but yeah. if you lost your diary God, it's fucking be, panic, can oh you imagine? Oh god, I actually yeah. feel a wave of cold sweat of nerves coming over me thinking of that, what, what, how you'd feel if that yeah, was like, This is actually something she's right to be dramatic about for once. Yeah, that's actually true. Good <laughs> you point. can actually be like, yeah, okay, this is fair enough. That would be quite panic-inducing. And uh, Mr. 
uh, Mr. Collins bids her farewell as Jeffrey arrives, and there's a bit where we know that Mr. Collins is actually fine, <laughs> but the way that this is written, oh, it's so yeah. fucking dodgy. <laughs> so she's—he's—he's uh, he's just heading out and leaving Jeffrey and Liz to themselves. Mr. Collins gave her a reassuring wink. I'll see you two later, he said, pressing Elizabeth's hand <laughs> as if to signal they would resume their conversation later on. Alone! <laughs> Mr. Collins! Stop that! <laughs> so fucking dark! Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Why would the ghostwriter write that? I don't know, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Because <laughs> in fairness, he's been he's been on his best behaviour for the yes. last while. Oh, that and then, is. He, then he goes and does that, and it's oh, like, oh, ah. it's as bad as him turning oh, up, Roger. A, <laughs> <laughs> it's as bad as when he turned up to the barbecue, yeah. as an unofficial chaperone. Stop. <laughs> so Jeffrey and Liz have I don't know just a pointless conversation, Ugh, and he yeah. says he likes Liz being unique, and she un- totally unrealistically takes this the wrong way, um, yeah. to mean that. He prefers Jessica. Why? Basically, Why would you think this? Any conversation they have in this book, pretty much for the most of it, is just her taking up his meaning completely wrong and yeah. running off crying. And taking it up, like, kind of insanely It's like she's wrong. doing it on purpose or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, say, where are you getting this from? There isn't even space for misunderstanding. Like, she's no. literally imagining things. Yeah, completely. Meanwhile, Jessica has headed off to Simon Avery. And it's all very respectable in case anybody was worried it was going to be like some yeah, dodgy, sketchy kind of guy in a basement or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he asks if she's from around these parts because she has, quote, a slight accent. Oh, God. Can you imagine what so she good. like? Though I do hate the idea, like, you've got an accent. Literally everybody on earth has an accent. When people say that, it's usually in American TV programs and things. Yeah. They mean, you have... You don't have an American accent. True. Yeah, yeah. It's like, she had an accent already. <laughs> and he reveals, well, Jess is probably going, oh, yes, really. <laughs> he reveals that he's moving into being an agent as well as a photographer. And he realistically tells her, well, you know, of course, you're too short to be a fashion model, which has never struck <laughs> Jess before. Like, I love that. She's like five foot six. <laughs> of course, she's too short. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it turns out that he's pals with Mr. Mahler, the art director of the aforementioned Mission and Brown. Ooh, yeah. They've got um, a show coming up, a fashion show. <gasps> so they want a young woman to model some new fashions. Ooh. Just the one, I guess. Yeah. Seems unlikely. <laughs> yes. Like, they're like, really waiting just for yeah. one person. Just wait till she gets changed and she'll be right back. It's <laughs> just like, that's not how this works. <laughs> um, and uh, Jessica, the ignoramus, thinks, oh, well, height won't be a problem for all the big city agents who will be inexplicably attending this mall fashion a show. Department store fashion show. Like yeah, again. departments are in a mall. Unlikely. It's not like it's, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's Fifth Avenue or somewhere <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's like Brown Thomas. No, that yeah. doesn't track internationally. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's in a suburban mall yeah. in a small town. Yeah. I do not think somebody from elite <laughs> agent, model agency is going to be there. <laughs> Tyra Banks is sitting there waiting. <laughs> Smiles, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. So Simon Avery says, look, if you're up for it, I can get my assistant to take some proper photos of you, make a portfolio together, because I think your European look oh, will God. be perfect. Uh, and the job will pay $500. Ooh. Uh, minus some sort of fee, and she'll have to pay $125 for the photo shoot. So yeah. she has to check with her parents. I mean, he, he is very professional. He, yeah, I also feel like he should ask her to come back with her parents instead of just being like, talk it over oh, your parents, yeah, then come back to yeah. me. It's like, shouldn't her parents be, be there, there and have to sign things? Because she's, she's a minor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose at least he acknowledges that they have to. The, yeah, true. Back at the Casadale Wakefield, Liz and Edith are hanging by the pool and she confides her worries to uh, uh, about Jeffrey. And Edith says, well, could just talk to him and yes <laughs> yeah you should how about talking to him idiot <laughs> this is like oh maybe oh my god what a novel idea jessica then tells ned and alice about the modeling business thing. yes and they're not ecstatic they're not super into it no. um, and it's kind of gas because they're like well you know this is a lot of money to be paying them if this job doesn't come through you're going to be in debt and you know they're making a lot of good points oh completely but, but Jessica's infuriated and she's like this wouldn't happen to Brooke Shields <laughs> <laughs> probably not amazingly did she have a really crazy mother who was like oh, forcing probably. her to like yeah 
be you know do basically sexy photo oh god she was like quite young yes. yeah so not you, the best example you probably. should be grateful <laughs> a lot happened to Brooke Shields yeah. it's not a good thing <laughs> so she she begs them to have faith in her and they say well we do uh, which is very generous of them and they <laughs> agree and Ned also mentions a part, this annual outing that they apparently go on to Ramsbury Fair Ooh. sounds very wholesome it does there's like hayrides <gasps> and stuff I don't know what else yeah, <laughs> something, whole, something wholesome and small towny fair stuff yes. big amusement park oh square dancing that was the other thing oh my god I wish we got to have a scene there when we see the twins square dancing yeah apparently they go to it every year but yeah. now Jessica's like mm, I think I've outgrown it because I'm fancy now and so <gasps> sophisticated this is oh, it because no. she's also been considering changing oh, her yeah. name because Jessica Wakefield just sounds too wholesome too wholesome so she's thinking maybe she'll change her name to Jessa Fields <laughs> Jessa Fields does not go on hay rights, bitches. No, <laughs> never. Oh my God, she wouldn't even know what hay was. How dare. And then she runs off without eating her dinner because she's watching her weight. It's like, Alice, have a chat with her about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Really? There's, there's some stuff going down here. Liz, of course, is miserable at all this because she was dying to go to Ramsbury Fair. And actually, I don't blame her feeling a bit sad about that because she would feel a bit rejected. You would, yeah. She was really looking forward to it. So Jeffrey finds Liz and he's been looking for her but she's been avoiding him and everything about this is so... Again, just contrived to oh my have God. Elizabeth run off crying again. Just <laughs> everything about this discussion is stupid. He asks about bringing his cousin Bryce. Where did he come from? Who? Never mentioned again. As far as I... Well, well look, as as I we've been burned before. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to make any rash claims about Bryce <laughs> yeah. but I don't think he comes back. And she... Oh yeah, so Bryce uh, might come along with them to Ramsbury Fair and Liz is being all distant it's like oh maybe I won't go because Jessica isn't going and Jeffrey is a bit pissed off and it's like well fine I didn't want to go anyway and Liz's like oh you don't want to go because Jessica isn't going, going. Oh, <laughs> so stupid so stupid <laughs> and understandably Jeffrey doesn't particularly like their schedule being based on what Jessica's up yes, to yes yeah so they have a big fight and Liz runs away crying. Yeah, and also Jeffrey has a touch of that rage monster. Oh, like Todd he did as certainly well. does, yeah. Yeah, because he, 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 at one point he's like, I'm not just going to stand here and let you make a complete fool out of me. Jeffrey exploded. Cool your jets, like, Jeffrey. Fucking hell, would you relax? Yeah, he's not. He's worse than Todd. Yeah, why does Liz like rage monsters so much? <gasps> she does. That's her type. Yeah. Just guys who fly off the handle. She it's needs like, to, uh, she needs good. some therapy. Yeah, it's a bad pattern, Liz. So it's night time and Jessica... Is in leather pants. <laughs> God damn right she is. She's getting ready for the beach disco. Yeah. And Liz is like, oh, I don't blame Jess, Jeffrey for fancying her. She looks amazing. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, stop it. And we learned that Jess is thinking of chopping all her hair oh off. Oh my God. And Liz is like, yeah, why, why not? Why not? Why not? Just, just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess, for the first time, notices that Liz is miserable and is relieved when Liz tells her it's just about Jessica's new look she's like oh yeah that oh well yeah fair enough like <laughs> shouldn't really be ta- putting taking that seriously because <laughs> Liz literally bursting into tears at the sight of her yeah because Elizabeth is like don't you miss going places and having people make a fuss about us because we're identical and Jessica's like nope <laughs> it's fine I'm very happy the way things are <laughs> I am surprised she doesn't miss that she, yeah, she well, she loves but, attention, but I suppose she's just getting the attention on her, her own. Oh, that's now, very maybe. true. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, she's getting more. Attention. It's all for her, like yeah. <laughs> and she mentions the the fact that she hates getting mistaken for Liz all the time, and that even Jeffrey did it. Yeah. And Liz is like, well, he certainly likes your new look, and he prefers it to me. And me and Jeffrey might never talk again. It's oh like, oh my god, drama queen, just <laughs> calm the fuck down. So. Of course, Jess tells Lila about this, about Jess, Jeffrey and Liz possibly being broken up because she thinks, oh, Lila would be happy he's back in the market, but Lila is apparently over him. She has her sights set on the mysterious Greg McGuinness. Who? <laughs> An Irish name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now that Liz, or sorry, Jess knows that Lila's not interested, she ponders making a move oh, on Jeffrey herself. Like, come on. Gas, how is that your first reaction? It's like, oh, my sister and a boyfriend are having difficulties and might not be getting back together. Guess I'll take a swing and swing at them. Like, I mean, <laughs> what? It's very in character. What are you doing? It is in character, in mm. fairness, yeah. But it's just the way her mind works. I just don't Oh, she's, she's monstrous. <laughs> she's really absolutely is. monstrous. On Monday morning, She's dressing dressing in spectacular style mm. and, quote, even for the new Jessica, so you know it's good. And she literally looks at herself <laughs> in the mirror 
and murmurs, Jesse. <laughs> Like a giant weirdo. Oh, God. Just the thought of her sitting there looking at herself going, Chesapeake. just hissing at the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy eyes. Yeah. And we learn that she's going to Simon's studio after school where she's going to meet Mr. Mahler, the art director guy. he's the art director guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to have made a decision Uh about the fashion show. We'll have seen her picks. And she's also decided to confront Jeffrey about his alleged crush. Oh, God. <laughs> At school, then, Liz is feeling miserable again. Of course she is. She's got, she's missing Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. She's worried about her journal and she feels she's lost Jess forever. And Jess makes, well, not in front of her, but, you know, still doesn't diminish the awfulness of what she's done. She <laughs> makes a move on Jeffrey. Oh, it's so cringe. He's like eating lunch on his own in the canteen and she's just like, Jeffrey, and just like, Sashay's over and sits down beside him and is like stroking his arm and then it's like he just keeps asking her about Liz so she's just like oh shit this I have yeah okay I've misread the situation completely Bye. and just kind of like hurriedly backs away and runs off but didn't actually really do anything so at least you know no but the attention was there oh it completely was <laughs> but at least yeah she she didn't um, she didn't do anything too cringy and she also kind of thinks oh Liz was playing a trick on me oh, for fuck's sake because that's the way her, mind, her horrible mind works. She's paranoid, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Just because that's what you would do exactly. doesn't mean it's what your sister She thinks at. the worst of everybody. Yeah. And she somehow manages to make Liz come with her to Simon Avery. So oh, Liz, yes. Yeah. So Liz is, this is after school, and Liz is waiting in the, you know, in the waiting room when Jess emerges from the office in tears. Oh, no. What has happened? <laughs> in the room, what could have happened? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so this guy, uh, was it Mahler? Yes. Yeah, he's the art director. He's just He just feels like her look isn't right. Her image is all wrong. Uh, so Jessica is devastated and what? basically runs out crying. But then Mr. Mahler <laughs> sees something that's... A vision. A vision <laughs> that's 100% right. Oh my and God. it's Liz. Yeah, so <laughs> when he sees her, he's like, that's it. She's exactly who I'm looking for. Oh, cruel irony. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like that... It's like that story about, you know, the girl who cuts her hair so she can buy her husband a watch chain and then he (laughs) sold his watch so he can buy her, like, hair slides. Oh, God. The tragedy of it all. Oh, so ironic. Yes. So... He refuses to believe that they're twins. Oh, it's so stupid. There's these two grown men looking at these identical twins. I don't see it. And they're just like, I'm sorry. I just, no, I don't see it. You you don't look anything alike. It's just hair dye. (laughs) Put a hat on each of them. They have the same face. And he offers Liz 600 bucks. To do the show. I wanted more than Jess was going to get. And Elizabeth's just like, no, I don't want to do it. And Jess is devastated. <laughs> but she's still determined. It's like, by hook or by crook, oh God. I'll get in this show. Yeah, but it's weird because even though Elizabeth is like, I don't know, I'm not doing this. I don't want to do it. And your man is like, I'll give you an extra hundred dollars. Just think about it. Think about it. It's like, uh, dude, she's saying no. Yeah, Leave her alone. very dodge. It's weird. Yeah. Where are her parents? Oh my God. Well, <laughs> we know what that did us. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> but yeah, so he basically refuses to take no for an answer. And he's like, look, go home, think it's it over. Valley way. Talk to your parents. It's the town motto. We don't take no for an answer. <laughs> Welcome to Sweet Valley. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's a, you need to be employed by the, the Civic Council <laughs> or whatever. The fuck it's I'm going to put this town on the map. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. And so that night, both twins are, are very subdued. And yes. Alice asks them for help going through home movies because they're going to get copies made for the grandparents. Mm-hmm. And as they watch footage of the twins at happier times. Oh, it's actually footage of them at the Ramsbury Fair. Yes. When they were quite young and small and cute and dressed the same. and oh. Rolling around in some hay. Yes. And Jessica is torn. It's like she she does, you know, she wants to go you know, to be in the fashion show. And she knows that the one thing that would let her be in the fashion show. Is to go back to her old back look. Back to her look. But like, yes. how could she abandon her new look? Oh. And then Penny arrives while they're all watching this and says, Oh, I found the journal. Here you go. And Jess is actually upset that she didn't even know that Liz was missing her journal because she's aware that that would have been a big deal for Liz, but Liz yes. didn't even tell her. And she, oh yeah, because Penny gives the journal That's to right. Jess. That's right. Jessica answers the door and Penny mm. has to run. So she's just like, can you just give this to Liz? Tell her I'm sorry. I didn't realise she mm. had missed it, whatever. And then just kind of legs it. So Jessica's like, oh. So, you know, if Jessica's holding someone's diary, of, of course, course she's going to read it. And of course there's a big, long extract about how 
awful Jess or Liz feels about not being an Ugh. identical twin it's anymore. It's really overwrought. And and she, yeah. Yeah. And how <laughs> Jess is shutting her out and how she wishes Jess understood that looking identical has never kept us from having distinct identities. I'm surprised that it has uh, that she does, she needs to be told this yeah. because it is literally the beginning of every book. But Jessica's <laughs> moved anyway. Yeah, she kind of realises how upset this whole thing has made Elizabeth and now she's, you know, sad that they're not close anymore. So it's kind of a wake-up call, I guess, for her or just that she yeah. now knows how her sister is feeling, I suppose. Yeah. And a combination of that and all the cute footage of their youthful <laughs> selves makes her think, I want to go to an Amsby Fair and yeah. also I'm going to restore myself to my full Wakefield glory. Yes. And she also decides she has to tell Je- Liz that Jeffrey is still clearly into her. So she does. Yeah. And <laughs> except she, she doesn't mention like, oh, I read your diary. And also the reason I know this about Jeffrey is because I came out to him. <laughs> she doesn't need to know any of that. Yes. <laughs> why, why, would she, why would you want to know that? That's crazy oh, talk. God. And Liz is very excited um, when she realised that Jess is going back to blonde. Hooray. She's going to be a plain, boring Wakefield twin. And Jess is like, when was Wakefield twin ever? boring or plain true so Liz is literally in ecstasy and she <laughs> there's a really pointless scene where she like she's in bed but she feels hungry so she goes down as a midnight feast and just waffles in her diary for like two pages oh god yeah they're giving us so much of her diary content it's like I don't care I know <laughs> it's just her stupid boring feelings yeah so she apologises to Jeffrey the next day for their pointless fight and he's like, stupid girl. Oh God, Like yeah. Mr. Rochester or something. But he's like, like yeah, oh, stupid girl, he said gruffly. He made it sound like an endearment, not a reproach. It's like, no, 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 no about sorry, that. I'm just yeah. holding fingers up to the microphone in my rage. <laughs> Jeffrey. This fucking guy. Oh, I hate him. And he's a bit like that in the book where they got together. Yeah. So, Quite condescending. Ugh, but anyway. Sort of like, you little fool. You fool, yeah. <laughs> and he admits the obvious thing that he liked going out with somebody who didn't look exactly, exactly like, like else. someone else. Yeah, because it wasn't confusing and, you know, embarrassing when he got them mixed up. So, anyway, And then yeah. he sees Jessica, who's back to her blonde goddess glory. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, oh, here we go again. And Liz's like, oh, we'll just have to think of a special way to differentiate. Yeah. Us. Yeah, anyway, yeah. they're all made up again, so it's all good there. And I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. Go, come back, Todd. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, he's got to come back. I can't Bloody. believe we miss him. I know. <laughs> Jesus, we, like, we didn't know how lucky we were. He cared it. about whales, you know. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he he did have rage issues. Yes, but still, I mean, so does so does Jeffrey. He doesn't yeah. even have Todd's very few redeeming qualities. He's got a type. So Jessica is strutting about to gasps from all. Yes, because of course everyone is still thinking that she's Elizabeth, but now she's having great fun telling people, actually, it's Jessica. <laughs> yeah. She tells Lila that the most important word when it comes to fashion is change. Uh-huh. So she's getting more attention than ever. She's oh going to just God. have to keep switching it up. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> this is a rod to break your own back, Jessica. You're mm. just like setting yourself up for, <laughs> for a lot of stress, I would think. So now, all she has to do is just pose as Liz and get that fashion show. Job done. Oh, and then here we get a little a bit of foreshadowing for the next book, but also a bit of information about a massive plot hole from an earlier book. Because Dana uh, approaches Liz as they enter a class and makes small talk about a test they have coming up, but then mentions her cousin. Like, mm. didn't you have your cousin visiting recently? And it turns out that the reason Je- Jenny came to stay with them was because she was on a break from school. Yeah. Why? Why? What? Yeah. Because we were wondering, like, why is why she... Why wasn't she in school? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's term time. So it turns out she had a random... Some random break, break, I guess, that only her school had. Yeah. I don't know. It's a random time of year. Of course, yeah. we don't know what time of year it is. Could be... Always summer. That's true. <laughs> And Dana reveals her cousin Sally is coming to live with them, but her brother Jeremy uh, isn't isn't keen on it. And mm. this like, ooh, the, the class begins. And she's like, I'll have to wait to hear more about this. Why do you care? Uh, You're yeah. not even close friends with with uh, with Dana. With yeah. Dana, but I suppose anything to do with Dana is fascinating. Well, anything to do with Elizabeth is certainly fascinating. So maybe it goes both ways. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's more Jeffrey and Liz just Ugh. bad. It's so boring. I can't even remember. Yeah, what no. Let's yeah. So we. we <laughs> We cut to Avery's studio where Jess is posing at Liz, as Liz. Yes. And it's like, yes, I couldn't say yes the other day because I didn't want to upset my sister, but I am on for it. Yes. 
And she, and she thinks, oh, maybe it's good to be a twin after all. <laughs> you think? Like, you've already used being a I twin. Know. You've used it so often. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Such inconsistency. It's the day of the show. And Liz is there in a black wig. <laughs> She's in disguise. <laughs> So yeah, because Jessica is posing as Liz to be in the show, yeah. Elizabeth has to go as in, Jessa Fields, in disguise basically. as Jessa Fields. So she's wearing a short dark wig that uh, belonged to Lila, I think. Yeah. Oh, I love the fact that Lila has a full wardrobe of wigs. Of course wigs. she does. It's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? And then Winston is being really annoying and he snatches the wig. I swear to God, I wanted to slap him in the face oh. for that. I was furious. Oh, that no. whole, I, oh. oh, so oh. rude. Yeah, like, why? <laughs> Just leave her alone. And he does it in front of Mr. Mahler. But it uh, turns out he already knew because unsurprisingly this plot was going to fall apart. Yeah. Because Ned and Alice are there and they said something like, oh, it's great our daughter Jessica's in the show. Yeah, so he's like, wait, what? I hired Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, God. And anyway, then of course, yeah. he asks Liz to be in the show as well. And she agrees. And Jess... Yeah, it's also kind of bullshit though because he's like, oh, I'm not going to pay you more but the two of you can be in the show and split the money. It's like, ah. Uh, Pay that fucking yeah. model, you dick. You've got the money. You're exploiting <laughs> You're just, child, just child labour. Yeah. <laughs> Pay them the full face. They're, I mean, they're wearing two sets of clothes. Yeah. They're not doing the same job. Pay them. They're coming out together to cause a sensation. Anyway, yeah. Also, Jess very uncharacteristically says, oh, it's more fun to do it with you. And I did not think she would want to. No, she, she loves attention. Yeah. On her own. Yeah. She's. I suppose it's meant to be like part of her redemption arc. I guess. So. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I mean, of course, they're an enormous hit. Of course. And uh, that's the end of the Wakefields for this book. Pretty much, yeah. The next bit is just kind of set up for the following book. It is. It's Dana. She's home and uh, she gets home and after the show and she's relieved that nobody else is there because apparently things are tense in her family. Uh Uh-oh. Because? Yeah, Cousin Sally is coming to live with them, but like, for good. (gasps) Yes. Mm. It turns out that she had been abandoned by both of her parents and she's been basically stuck in the social welfare system and finally her... Dana's folks have managed to extract her from it and Dana doesn't really is okay with this she thinks that Sally should always have lived with them but Jeremy is not Jeremy's a dick oh Jeremy is totally a dick I thought there was going to be some I mean spoiler alert I thought there was going to be something in the next book that would reveal why Why, he's being quite so dickish because he got a secret or something but no he's just an asshole he's just a yeah he's just just like I don't care I don't want her here wrecking our lives and it's like okay are you a massive child is that what's happening here I think it is yeah pretty much and at the very end we cut to Sally and uh, she's packing up on whatever foster family she mm. was living in and she hopes that things work out with her with her cousins because if they don't she has nowhere to go oh, no. can you read us out there will Sally find a real home in Sweet Valley <gasps> find out in Sweet Valley High number 33 starting, starting over. over and that was the new Jessica wow what a wild ride and the wild <laughs> ride isn't over yet because do we have stats and outfits oh my god we have so many of everything okay let's start with the stats we'll save okay. the outfits for yes for okay so the blue green eyes only get five mentions okay which is kind average. of average yeah, yeah. enough uh, the blonde hair gets 11 mentions oh and Jessica's new raven mop of hair oh. gets 13 mentions oh my god oh yes that is a lot isn't it even for a very hair centric book <laughs> I know yeah uh, okay, so outfits. <laughs> so Jessica, the day that she turns up at home in her new Jessa Fields get up, <laughs> she's wearing one of the more casual outfits, apparently, which is a purple <laughs> jumpsuit <laughs> and lizard boots. <gasps> oh my God. Love it. Just let that mental image Just rest. Let that sink in. Yeah. Pretty great. And what's the next uh, okay, one? Okay, so she turns up in school wearing, uh, looking terrific, in <laughs> a black silk jumpsuit oh. and red high-heeled boots. Oh my God. Her black hair was pulled back in a bun that day with just a few <gasps> loose wisps around her face oh. and a red silk scarf completed <gasps> the elegant look. Oh, so jaunty. <laughs> <laughs> so many jumpsuits. Oh, you know it. Even more jumpsuits than in the like, in Alone in the Crowd. Seriously, so many. We're only like halfway through the outfits. Um, <laughs> she is also wearing at one point... Uh, oh yeah, Jeffrey says that uh, I didn't think she'd be able to top that white gauze dress and those striped boots she wore last week. Striped boots. <laughs> oh yes, and a white gauze dress. Uh, she also has on at some point... Oh yes, a white slim cut skirt several inches longer than what she usually wore mm. with a white sweater with sequins on it. Oh! And and a white beret. 
That actually sounds a bit like one of the Golden Girls might wear. Oh, it does. Sort of bedazzled. Nice. It's a bit, uh, bit Blanche Dubois. A little not, bit? Dubois. Dubois. <laughs> Devereaux. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when she is going to Simon Avery's office the first time she's wearing silky new stockings that she's found they were just the right shade of blue to match the two-piece knit dress she had convinced Lila to lend her oh my lord all blue nice so chic colour blocking it's colour blocking you know she's on trend it's good she's amazing Um, I don't have any more gems she when she's whispering Jessa Fields at herself in in the mirror she is wearing a cherry red blouse and a lightweight man tailored grey jacket oh my god oh yes oh red and grey is a very 80s colour combination it's quite quite the combo Mm. and then I think lastly she mentions uh, how great she's going to look in some suede pants that were in the catalogue for Linda Brown (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Pretty great. (laughs) Good, sweet Jesus. On that bombshell. Oh, so good. I think we will bid you farewell. (laughs) Thanks to everybody who got in touch with us about our Christmas episodes. We very much enjoyed your your reactions yes. <laughs> and we're glad that you enjoyed our accounts of uh, Chris- uh, the, the Christmas festivities and the Fowler saga absolutely and we have been asked to do the Patman saga and I did not think I had it but when I was up in the attic yesterday <gasps> or looking for the new Jessica I found it oh my god <laughs> but it doesn't have that cover oh no so I do have it it's it's okay. an edition that's kind of like your oh like a newer kind of issue yeah one. your yeah. your new Jessica so <laughs> I have new it new Jessica okay we have and it, it can be lent <gasps> to you so okay. I don't know we'll have to think of an occasion we'll need an occasion for it mm. what's yeah. next Paddy's Day special oh, yeah. Easter special <laughs> May Day special <laughs> Easter Easter it's the holidays We'll do an Easter holidays special. A good Friday special. (laughs) It will be a good Friday with Bruce. Great Friday. Tiny shorts. So that's sacrilegious note. Oh, if you would wow. like to get in touch with us, you know where we are. We are at SVH Podcast on Twitter. You can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network, uh, expanding by the by the second. Yeah, there's loads of great stuff on there. Yeah, so if you would like to check out some other brilliant Irish podcasts, follow the network at HS Pod Network or at This Headstuff. Mm. And we will be back in two weeks when we find out what happens when Sally Larson tries starting over. See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.